Financial Literacy, Part 4, Key Performance Indicators. four of my four-part financial literacy series, which I am presenting in recognition of April being National Financial Literacy Month. In part one, I covered the definition of finance and the different types of financial statements. In part two, I covered how to be an awesome cash flow manager. In part three, I discussed the many loan types available, and today I will discuss key performance indicators, or KPIs. There is a cliche in the business coaching consulting space which says what you measure, you can manage. So let's put it another way. If someone asks you, do you self-manage your blood pressure? You really can't say you are managing it unless you are measuring it frequently. And if you're doing it at home with one of these over-the-counter purchase blood pressure machines, which are reasonably accurate, then you're measuring it. You would then be in the position to say, yes, I am managing it. I am measuring it. I hover between 125 over 85, which at my age is a number I'm happy with. KPIs are the numbers on your blood pressure machine, which indicate that the aspect of your personal or business health, that particular aspect, is healthy and good, which is blood pressure. In a strict business sense, to be a financially astute CEO, I recommend that you establish a number of KPIs, let's say five to six, which you believe are barometers of the financial health of your business. These KPIs should be your personal choices, and I recommend that you measure them quarterly so that you can strategically manage them. Here is a list of potential KPIs. Some you might monitor on a quarterly basis, some on an annual basis. First one, quarterly sales growth percentage this year versus last year. You could make that a KPI and clue in on that. See what you're doing in Q2-202 versus what you did in Q2-2021. If it's up, down, the same, why? Quarterly number of customers this year versus last year. Quarterly gross margin percentage this year versus last year. Is it going up? Is it going down? If it's going up, maybe you're buying your raw materials strategically. If it's going down, maybe the reverse. Quarterly overhead as an expense percentage of sales this year versus last year. You're essentially monitoring what is your monthly overhead in this particular case. What's your quarterly overhead this year versus last year? If it's going up, you need to know why. Quarterly net profits this year versus last year. Annual total liabilities to equity ratio, which I discussed in part one. How much debt do you have versus how much of your equity do you have in your company? What is that ratio? To evaluate annually your current assets minus current liabilities. 
So what's your receivables and your inventory and your cash minus your accounts payable, a bank line of credit, accrued expenses? Are you liquid? Do you have cash available in the event of emergencies this year versus last year? Quarterly average collection period that is taken for your accounts receivable in terms of days. Are you collecting your receivables slower, faster, or the same? Maybe you manage it better based on those numbers. Maybe you know why. It motivates you to research the underlying reason why it's taking longer to get paid. Quarterly average payment period of your AP or vendors. Are you taking longer to pay them this year versus last year? Why? Annual turnover of inventory this year versus last year. Is it slower or faster? Why? Do you have some dogs in inventory that are not being moved? Maybe you need to take a markdown and sell them. This is what I really like, annual sales per employee. So you take your annual sales and you divide it by the number of employees you have, and you're going to get a ratio. And let's say it's uh, $50.50 per employee, and that was last year. And this year, that ratio is $40 per employee. So you have the same amount of employees, but they're not as productive as they were last year. Why? Manage it. Annual percentage of your cash needs finance with your internal sources versus borrowed money. You want that trend to go up, that you're financing your business with your own cash rather than borrowed money. Borrowed money eats into your profits with interest expense, and there's a lot of rules attached with with loans. Annual team morale this year versus last year. Maybe you can't quantify it numerically, but maybe you can do it on a gut feeling. Is your team happier this year versus last year? Why? Annual personnel turnover this year versus last year. Is your attrition of employees getting higher? Why? Job dissatisfaction? What's the reason? If you're hiring three good people, and three leave every year, you're back to square one. So these are some of the KPIs that I recommend. Again, make them your personal choice. So start creating KPIs tomorrow for your business. Don't delay. And you'll need your financial statements to come up with these KPIs, which we discussed in part one. Start your KPIs, measure them, and manage them. This concludes my four-part series of Street Smart financial literacy. If you like the series and my overall show, tell a friend to check me out at CEO2Rainmaker.com. So now it's time to bring out Pablo Romero. I think I can pull him away from his analysis of financial statements. He's my production manager who has some important information for you. This is Gene Valdez. Pablo, you're up, dude. You know, Gene, I am swamped with paperwork, but always have time for our writs or Rainmakers in Training. Hope you guys enjoyed this four-part series on financial literacy in honor of National Financial Literacy Month. You know, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as a CEO, we always want to be creative and we don't always necessarily think of creativity to be associated with finance but it is a key component in becoming a rainmaker. So please share this with others that you think would benefit from the information. 
And per usual, leave us a five-star rating and positive review if you enjoyed it. It helps us become more findable for the people out there needing to find this podcast. And if you're feeling really proactive, like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Yeah, we have TikTok. And if you'd like, email the show. Ask us some questions. Maybe we'll hear an answer. So until next week, this is Pablo Romero for Gene Valdez. See ya.